I think I, I think I think I broke Ulysses talking about how sexy my legs are. I'm looking at the fucking disaster that was the Jacksonville Jaguars this year, thinking you know you need some stability. Jim Caldwell is out there. Did you see the Dirk Nowitzki statue? It's, oh no! Yeah, there you go. Oh Let's, no! <laughs> he is doubled oh, no. over. Hello and welcome to another rousing episode of the Beards and Balls podcast. I am your host, Anthony F. Joining me at the bottom there from uh, California. He is currently living in the past while we are in the future. Hey, everybody. It's Ulysses. How y'all doing? Uh, they can find me at we underscore CHO underscore pretty much everything. Everything. And you really should say you can find me at, uh, you find me at we underscore. Oh, we okay. three. It, we it, the people. <sighs> Nintendo. You we. You remember those weird, weird commercials where those Japanese the two dudes would just show. We yes. would like yeah. Oh, we like, would like hey, to well, play. Okay. That's cool. You'll play, but I don't know you. Why are you in my house? I would like to see them do that in like, small rural town conservative texas you know <laughs> just two japanese dudes show up in their little prius looking car and, and just walk up to this six foot five redneck who he, of course has a gun and it's just like uh you know, i think like they're chinese play? of course well, maybe they could play duck hunt you know that's a classic anyways cheese where can they follow you at og cheese and at the cheese abides Okay, and I, I'm not sure I gave my handle, but uh, yeah, it's uh, born to run underscore 19 on Twitter. Please follow me. I like to be friends with people, and I like to talk about sports with you. Uh, you can follow the podcast at beards underscore balls. Uh, also, go there and interact because, you know, the more interaction we get from you guys, I think the better these shows will start turning out to be. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, we're finally at the point where... The NFL season's over, guys. Uh, we know the entire landscape cheese. If you can, for future, uh, in a little in a little bit, if you can pull up the uh, the matchups that we're going to be expecting, and the or that we are getting in the playoffs. Um, yep, yep. Uh, a lot has gone on in the last uh, week or so, not just in the NFL, kind of across the board. Um, I, I want to start with something pretty positive first. I re, I think Ulysses might have paid attention to this too, uh, but it's the return of Clay Thompson. Uh, I'm very happy to see Clay Thompson back on the court. I watched. I actually took some time away from football to watch that because it was, you know, it was pretty. It was it was just nice to. He hadn't played in I think like 900 days. You know, he's back. I think he had 17 or he played for 17 minutes, had 22, something like that. I, I'm not 100% sure, but he did dunk in a very impressive little thing there. Ulysses, you're the other basketball guy here. You know, what was it like seeing him back? You know, it was it was great to see him back because, again, I'm, I'm a – in terms of basketball, I don't really root for one particular team. Like, if you if you like – hold me to it i guess i'll pick the lakers but in the end of it basketball is like the one sport that i love the sport more than i love <laughs> any team and whatnot mm-hmm. so i just love watching good basketball and clay thompson is 
easily the second greatest shooter I've ever seen in my life behind his teammate. So seeing that kind of uh, seeing those guys back on the court together, it's always a good thing to watch. It's one of those weird things that every now and again in, in NBA history, when you have two guys that play with each other, you always hear about like, oh, are they trying to out alpha each other or stuff like that? And for these guys to legitimately look like we don't give a damn who shoots the three as long as it goes in the bucket at some point. So that's what I'm happy to see. I'm happy to see those two guys go back and just get back to playing with each other. Steph did a good job of implementing him slowly but surely back to the offense. And like you said, he was able to dunk. So I'm happy to see that those leg injuries really didn't hold him back too far. And his defense was pretty decent, too, because that's the thing people forget about Clay is he's a solid defensive player. He's a really so, good two-way. He's a he's a good two-way player, and I, I think we yeah. everybody kind of gets uh, wrapped up in how impressive he is offensively. That we just totally ignore the other things he can do. Uh, yeah, like is, I, I remember people were thinking he was just going to be that typical three and D forward, but he's a hell of a lot more than just your typical three and D. And it's fascinating. I think one of the more fascinating things about that, about Golden State, is that look at all these years later and they still have that core three, the core trio, which, you know, it's rare that you see that stick around for so long, at least nowadays. You know, uh, you, you you did get that with, with like San Antonio with uh, Manu, Timmy, and, uh, and Tony, but it's rare that you see a trio stick together for a long time. And these guys have been doing it for a decade at this point. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I, I want to talk about while we're on the NBA, because I fucking love this guy, John Morant. He, he is just taking the NBA by storm right now. Uh, he has Memphis on a, on a, on a, on a 10 game winning streak, but you know what cemented him is like, my one of my favorite favorite guys right now in the game against golden state um i don't know if you saw what, what happened there a kid after the game went up to him and 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 you know tried to get high five and uh the kid was wearing a golden state jersey so ja said no no he said no uh uh, Beautiful. But afterwards, they asked him about it, and he's like, "Well, if I'm correct, he said uh, he, he said it was disrespectful." Uh, he's like, uh, and, and they asked him, "So he's, uh, you show that kid no mercy?" He's like, "No, we don't. We don't show him any mercy." And uh, he pretty, but but to be fair, he like he's like, they asked him, you know, hey, um, you know, if he came, if he was wearing a Memphis jersey, if he comes back in a Memphis jersey. You know, how about then? He's like, yeah. And he's like, I'll mail him out one. We'll get his information. I'm like, that's pretty rad. That's pretty yeah. fucking rad. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm starting to slow to start to, you know, follow the NBA closer now, now that we're getting to that sweet spot where there's what there's 42 games left. 42 games yeah, that roughly. LeBron is going to have to carry the Lakers on his back for because who we man. I don't know how he's going to do it. If I were him, I would, uh, I'd very much consider going back to Cleveland. Uh, they have a really good team now. <laughs> Surprisingly, Cleveland has a really solid team. See, now here's my worry about the LeBron uh, situation. I fear that we're going to have uh, like 
the end of Kobe's career situation happen where he's going to pretty much tell the coach, like, look, if you're not going to do anything to get us to the playoffs, I'm going to try to do it. And then, God forbid, something happens to a severe injury happens to him and it just Mm -hmm. happens exactly what happened with Kobe and whatnot. I just, at some point, man, and we've ragged about this more times than I can count, so I won't get too into detail, but at some point, Anthony, we need to figure out what we're going to do with Anthony Davis. Yeah. Because he's clearly not the guy. I'm so glad you bring him up because there's some, I was was listening to Dan Patrick this morning. They were talking about about this, about Anthony Davis and kind of the Lakers. And when you stop and think about all the players who've left the Lakers over the last few years and have actually gone on to other teams and are like really good. uh, I forget what's his name off the top of my head. Is he with new Orleans? Like Julius Randall, Brandon Ingram. Yes. Specifically. So specifically those two, like when you think about it, it's like, ah, they've really flourished away from the Lakers. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, uh, there are guys that LeBron kind of wanted gone to get Anthony Davis that are now playing. They're playing and Anthony Davis isn't. So, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Anthony Davis is not playing at all. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're what, what that's. That's why I'm saying if I were him, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of try and finagle my way to Cleveland where he doesn't have to carry the team because they've got good pieces see that that like it would be great if he did that but just imagine the the pieces that cleveland will have to lose just so that could happen so so i don't know about um about his contract he he, doesn't he have an out after this year yeah he has one of those contracts where it's like he always signs the two-year deal but he got essentially he signs like two-year deals where he got opt out after every year Mm mm-hmm so, so I, I, I'm pretty sure that he could just kind of cut loose, you know, nor easily and just kind of say, Hey, I want to go back to Cleveland. But I mean, yeah. that's who knows at this point, I think, uh, I think LeBron kind of just wants to stay long enough to play with Bronny and that, and then after that retire, cause he said it before he wants to play with his kid, which would be cool. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, they oh well, except in this time, maybe he can actually have his real son in the movie as his son, (laughs) uh, which would which wouldn't be weird, also. So, I have to ask you, Lissy, I didn't get to ask you last week, and I I want Uh and and Cheeseman too. If Cheeseman saw it, did you see the Dirk Nowitzki statue? Yeah, so oh, you haven't seen the Dirk Nowitzki, okay, Ulysses, Google it now so you can see what it's going to look like. Cheeseman, when you saw that. What did you think was going on with his head? Hang on one second. Let me let me look at it again here. Is it like Ronaldo's statue bad? So no, it's kind of it, it's it's a statue of Dirk doing his, you know, his fadeaway. His fadeaway. And the problem is it's like it's it's the ball. It's oh no. Yeah, there you go. Oh Looks, no. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Uh-oh, guys, Ulysses might have just died. He is he's currently in a vehicle recording this, and he is uh oh, he is doubled no. over. Um yeah. So they're gonna put that there, you know, outside of the arena. It's not a good look, is it? It looks like he's got balls coming out of his head. Pack this time. It looks like just he's just like you. screaming, like ah. 
it's it's not a good statue. It's I hope it's like the it's like didn't the Panthers have that statue with a panther that had balls? Am I wrong about that, or is this just something that I want to correct? Yes. Well, the thing is, it's like I okay, I get what they're trying to do with the the, like the the, the, what they're trying to get across. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't. He should have just left it at the one in his hands, man. Yes, just leave it at the one in his hands. You don't need the extra ones where it's just like, ah, this is an awkward. It just looks awkward. Um, and Dirk deserves better than than an awkward looking statue. Um, That's a Spurs telling you that. I yeah, and I and I and I <laughs> see. It's funny. I hated Dirk as he played because you know he was a pain in my ass. Uh, but you know when he retired, it was, you know it's like when he beat. When he beat the Heat and got that ring, I, okay, I was genuinely happy for the guy. I was like, I'm it glad. It was hard to hate happened. him after that. Well, because here's and it's the same thing. If you know me, you know I do not like Chris Paul. Okay, I hate him. I don't know hate why, him. but sure. I just hate him. Okay, don't ask me, Ulysses. I'm sure you have somebody you hate that you can't explain why in sports, but. Um, I was rooting for him to win that championship last year because if there's one thing I hate in it's a kind of especially in the NBA is when the greats don't have a championship. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ulysses, you so weird. Oh no. Oh no. What 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 happened? <laughs> yeah, is it just... a group Twitter chat? Oh Lord, I'm deathly afraid to look. Uh, <laughs> so, so before I do take a look, I'm just gonna let Ulysses tell us what he really thinks about the Dirk statue. Um, I mean, it, I think it's a decent. No, idea. no, no, no. You tell us what it looks like. So, <laughs> essentially, why Cheeseman's laughing? I see it. So. My first initial thought when I saw that, like, there, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Family Guy, but there's certain things I remember from it. There's this, there's an episode with like Quagmire when he like visions something, and he's like pulling beads and whatnot. That's the only thing I can think of when so, I saw that. That's why I, I lost it the second I saw it. When you what he means by beads for those who are either the innocent. Yes, for the uninitiated, those of pure minds who haven't been totally tainted yet, like Ulysses and I and Cheeseman, um, anal beads. He's talking about the things that people. I put never in their understood butts. the appeal of anal beads. Let's well, talk offline. With, I'll tell you everything about them. <laughs> here's the thing about anal. Here, look. Here's the thing about anal beads. They are clearly for people who enjoy that kind of. A, of play cheeseman maybe you don't <laughs> so therefore you don't understand i would assume right this is i wouldn't this... i don't know okay yeah anyways uh, i don't know how we we went from dirt i had to have to... i had to have i had to i had to get a needle shoved up there once so i'd rather not have anything else go anywhere near there ever again <laughs> Okay, this is. Let me tell you about my to... thrombosis. Hey guys, guys, <laughs> this is now officially become the reveal too much podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyways, I don't know how we segue from that. Ulysses, give me a lockout report. 
So the, um, actually, the bubbles. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, today, Rob Manfred. The 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 MLB actually submitted a a proposal for they so they could res, resume play, mm-hmm. and the the MOPA took less than like thirty minutes to say yeah no. <laughs> They're essentially because they were then and it's one of those you know basic tactics where they were like it's one of those things where we then the MOB proposed something ridiculous for the MOPA to like pretty much it's one of those things where it's like it's a PR it's thing it's so that they can say hey they're the ones who don't want to play ball exactly right and because I know one of the things that the MOPA is asking is for them to have less control because what is it is that they need to have six years of service time before they're they could truly test the free agency market uh-huh. and the mob is trying to up it to like eight or or there are seven and the pa is trying to go for four years which i think that's fair mm-hmm. if you ask me and then i know i believe that they're the the issue of a salary cap is also mm-hmm. on the table which i'm a purist i say no at this point, yeah. At this point, though, you've also you're so deep in not having a salary cap that's never going to change. Never. Yeah, it's not a situation like with the NFL where one, there or the NBA where there is a cap that was established already, and that's something that's just been around for a while. With baseball, there's not one. There hasn't been one. Uh, you can't just all of a sudden, in, in other words, the genie was never in the bottle. So don't try to exactly. put it in there. It's not like the NFL. Like, and here's the thing. And we could talk with Cheeseman, who's been suffering with an idiotic yes. owner forever. If you put a salary cap, that's not going to help or hurt them necessarily. At the very least, it'll do it. I guess it will balance the league out, but it that's not a thing. Look well, at the it, NBA. There's all still you got to do is pay your luxury tax. That, exactly. You like, know? exactly. Uh, Cheeseman, let me ask you a question. Oh, he's on mute. Yeah. So Cheeseman, real quick, guys. Cheeseman is is, is sick, not COVID. He And bleeding right now again. Uh, uh, so he, he's okay. got a runny nose. And yeah, a bloody nose. A, a, a runny, yeah. bloody nose. Oh, yeah. dude, don't do that. Thank you, you know, for showing blood. me your blood. The blood is uh, flowing. Ulysses has a question for you about baseball, Cheese. Can you talk? Glowing. Yes, he can. He can say that. Well, we, he can talk. For those that don't know, Cheeseman is an accomplished bare-knuckle boxer. That's why he's currently leading. Undefeated! Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Cheeseman, let me ask you a question. With or without a salary cap, let's, so, let's go with with. With a salary cap, what do, you, what do you think the Reds will do with that? Like, would that help them in any way? If they didn't, if they had an owner willing to spend, I think so. If, if it's still Bob Castellini, it doesn't matter if there's a salary cap or not. But if you have an owner that is willing to spend and there is a salary cap and the market is suddenly more competitive, then yes, I can see that being, I can see that happening. But, you know, because without, without it, it's not competitive. It's literally, do you want to play New York, Florida, Texas, or California? And that's it. Like you're you're drafted and then you're gone. It's it's gonna go back to what it was in the seventies and the eighties, where like the Royals and the A's were essentially just a farm system for the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Dodgers. 
Yep. I mean, but uh, but the at the end of the day, whether or not the cap is going to uh, level the playing field it ends up. I mean, I, it should matter, but it ends up not mattering because what's gonna what ends up mattering is kind of the thing that matters in all sports at the end of the day, which is uh, the money. Money. Well, tacos too. Tacos are great. Money. Uh, the players are not going to give up money, you know, especially, you know, when they're getting these mega deals for half a billion dollars, like Bryce Harper, you know, and here's, and here's this other thing, you know, the fact that the superstars make that money, it raises the salaries of everyone else. And nobody's going to want all of a sudden this cap that's going to limit everyone from making the literal ass loads of money that they are making right now. It's that's just not how this is not how things work. And here's the other thing. Again, it's it, these teams with the Yankees are still going to be able to afford a luxury tax without any problem. It's just not going to be an issue for them. Um, even the Dodgers. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Cause what is it? It's like, it, like someone will probably correct me, but what is it? Like, it, I think it's the Yankee cap and the Dodger cap are like the two most, sold things of any kind of sports media for like in like the 2010s if i'm not mistaken because even in la i see yankee hats everywhere oh yeah there it's a national brand a worldwide brand you know uh there's it's funny there are a few brands in sports that are like just universal uh it's your yankee logo is actually pretty solid i can't i can't it is well well ulysses i mean think about it does the blue star not look pretty fucking beautiful? Cause it's so simple and perfect. And we're talking the NFL all of a sudden. So let's just get right into it. Might as well. Right. Uh, where do we want to start with the NFL? Cause a lot of shit happened. I have something I really want to rant about because I am very angry about it. And I, it's the fucking Colts, man. I am so pissed off at the fucking Colts, man, because how did you go from the team that I kept telling everybody, hey, this is a really good fucking team. They're going to they're gonna wreck some shit in the playoffs to not making the playoffs, like at all. Damn Jeez, what happened. Ulysses, guys, I, I don't know what to say. I, 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 <sighs> Frank, the I'm not going to say the Third Reich because that sounds terrible. Uh, Frank Reich might need, I don't know, man. If I'm the Colts, I really want to take a step back and look at the fact that Frank Reich doubled down on Carson Wentz. When Carson Wentz is clearly. Oh, it's Chris Ballard. That was Chris Ballard today. True. Oh, that was that was the um, wasn't he the one who said that they weren't sure where they were going to go? Yeah, they weren't going to commit. But because I'm talking about by saying it, he committed to Wentz. Which is so, so stupid. I mean, you're they're going to be paying him a ridiculous amount of money uh, for what? For mediocrity at at best? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm very angry. About Who the fleece the masses? <sighs> Your guys. See, now, the Colts are probably one of those teams that, like we talked about last time. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the Colts is probably one of those teams that, like how we talked about last time, that could probably use Kellen Moore as a head coach, someone who's that that kind of well 
minded offensive mind and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he could do that with Wentz. Put a put a pin in Kellen Moore for a second because his name's going to come up later in another part of the NFL talk. Because uh, yeah. again, I listen to a lot of sports stuff, and uh, there's just some things that I was, there was things that I was hearing today uh, that, that the, the these insiders are talking about that I'm like, okay, uh, I might as well just say it now. Apparently, they were saying you know that they're that uh, Dallas Jerry. Uh, they're very interested in in just flat out telling him behind the scenes, "Hey, you're the coach in waiting. Don't leave." So, like, you are the so head coach in waiting. It's Jason. It's essentially, Garrett. what? Yeah, I was about to say. So they're it's we're Jason, Jason Garrett. It, him? So it's it's Jason Garrett. Except the situation will probably be where one is. I don't think. I, uh, um, I don't think if it doesn't work out, they're probably not going to hang on as long as they did with Jason Garrett because uh, they learned their lesson there. Two, I think. Uh, I think you're telling me the Cowboys didn't like a decade of eight and eight. Are you kidding? We reveled in it. <laughs> we reveled in it. I mean, I guess that that decade of eight and eight eventually, I don't know, whatever. It's all bullshit. Uh, but I think I can see it becoming a reality and happening a lot sooner than, than, than with Jason Garrett, because I don't think the Cowboys are going to get out of this first round. I think the Niners are going to give them a, a punch in the face. Oh, no, no, no. Because the Niners play the kind of football that the Cowboys are not good at defending this year. Uh, when the Cardinals went in to beat them, they ran all over Dallas because Dallas doesn't have a great run defense. Uh, and the Niners are literally designed to punch you in the mouth over and over and over again. I mean, part of me the very cynical part of me really does want them to lose in the first round so that we fucking get rid of that fat fucking tumor. That is Mike McCarthy. Okay. Cause I do not like him. I don't think he's a good cheeseman cheeseman. How do you feel about Mike McCarthy? I think, Hey, Jerry Jones, if you're listening, that is the best coaching hire that you've made and you need to give him a 25 to life year extension. I want Mike McCarthy coaching the Cowboys for years and years and years. And Although years. what is funny is that that he he is I guess the guy who who did lead you guys along with Aaron to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Although that's more Aaron. But again, at some point that relationship went very wrong. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers seems to burn relationships pretty often. Uh, but I see. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I. I I'm very open to the idea of having a Kellen Moore as a head coach, a young progressive thinking in terms of, you know, how the offense that they're going to progressive thinking and in Texas are two phrases that do not match that way. Why do you think I said protect uh, progressive thinking in terms of football? Okay. Yeah. Cause I knew what was happening there. I know where I live. Uh, okay. I, I know where I live, um, but as update, I'm still bleeding. He's still bleeding. He's still bleeding. So Ulysses and I are, are vamping for time with that so he can, you know, plug up the holes. <laughs> uh, hey, how about yeah. this little fun fact? What's the fun fact? As of today, Mike Tomlin is the only black head coach in the league. Did you? See, okay, I'm glad because he, I'm literally looking at my notes right here. Um, yeah, with David Cully's firing, which is extremely And Rick Bisaccia doesn't. Doesn't count because he's not the head coach. He's the interim head coach. He's not the full-on head coach. With a name like Basacci, I just assumed he was like Italian. Well, he he's 
He's Hispanic, I think. Satya? Isn't he? I don't, that just doesn't say, I mean, that's just not a, at least that I've heard. I look, I don't know a lot of Basachias. I know a lot of Garcias, Gonzalez's, Flores's, uh, Rodriguez names like that. Okay. But I do not, have not ever heard of a Mexican Basachia. Okay. It sounds like a type of Italian bread I can get, or, you know, some kind of a, of a dessert. Give me, can I have one of those cream cheese Basachias, sir? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a damn shame that 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 that's a thing that's happening right now. But there's and, only one black coach. Yeah, that's a damn shame. And like, not to get off on too much of a tangent, but that Rooney rule is such horseshit. I'm glad like, you're talking about it. Do it. Oh God, like I hate the I like. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm obviously for uh, people. Oh, you might be white. I can't really job. tell. Okay. Like I'm obviously By the way, in favor. Ulysses, oh, real quick. This is this is just going to be a through line through the whole show where he's trying to figure out what Mike Basachi or Mike, his name's not Mike. What whatever Basachi is. Rich. Oh man, he's got to be Italian. Anyways, Ulysses, keep going. Yeah, Italian, so you're obviously- right. Jesus Christ, let him rage, Cheeseman. So now that we got that Italian. Show, the, man, the man's Italian. Yeah, like the idea of the Rooney Rule, I like it, right? I'm obviously, I like the idea of us, of the NFL being more open up hiring people of color uh, as head coaches. But I don't think people really think about the negative connotation of the Rooney Rule because people like Deuce Staley, who has been interviewed so many damn times, at some point, People are going to view him as there's something wrong with him because he keeps getting interviewed, but he never gets the job, you know, and that's like a stigma. Enemy. Exactly. Stuff like that's good. Uh, people are going to uh, think about him like that. They're like, oh, if he's interviewed like five times, never got a job. He's obviously not qualified, which might not be the case. Like for all we know, hell, it might be. You, maybe if Staley ever becomes a head coach and he never wins a game ever, then egg on my face. But the perception as is now is, he who gets keep getting interviewed but never gets a job, there's something wrong with him. Yeah. And part of me always laughs because of all people, I agree with what Spike Lee once said. Mm-hmm. And I I love how he viewed it, where it's like, I love how we complain and bitch and moan about the lack of African American people of color as head coaches, but no one ever talks about the lack of people of color and African American and stuff like that as GMs, as owners, yes. and stuff like that. Well, you the know? NFL like, is literally a boys club of white, old white owners. And that is, exactly. that is exactly what it is. And a- Satan. And, and well, who's Satan? Dan Snyder. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, which one pick one, but no, you're right. He is clearly above all others, the worst. And then like right under him, worst B is Jerry. Uh, but um, no, you're right. Ulysses because, it's gotten to where these these franchises are i mean they're they're abusing the rooney rule just to get around the rooney rule uh it's you know and here's and 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 cheeseman knows that i've been harping on this for a few for a little bit now um look at look at some of the candidates that are out there 
yeah. Vance. So yeah, you have uh, like Vance Joseph in in Arizona. Uh, you have Leslie Frazier, who he's had he's been a head coach before. He he did pretty good as a head coach. Yeah, good enough at times with the Vikings. Um, and then you have you have someone who I think uh, who I'm looking at. I'm looking at the fucking disaster that was the Jacksonville Jaguars this year and thinking, you know, you need some stability. Jim Caldwell is out there. Yeah. I've been on my soapbox about him getting another job for a long time because he, he took a team to the Super Bowl. The last time the Detroit Lions <laughs> were good and made the playoffs was with Jim Caldwell. You cannot tell me that that's not impressive that you took the, the Detroit Lions to the playoffs. Uh, the yeah. Detroit Lions, okay, a team who who almost went undefeated again this year. Uh, I mean, come on. Um, I don't know. There, there's this. I don't. I don't get why the NFL can't seem to figure out this problem. But I think you t- you tapped in pretty pretty good there when you said uh, when you brought up that front office personnel isn't. It, it, and it, there's not di- no diversity there and like and i'd I'd hate for this to actually work out because mm-hmm. it's obvious it'll obviously affect my team but mm-hmm. the giants have an opportunity to fix the issue that they did when they originally got gettleman because mm-hmm. i remember when they re- when they got gettleman the talks were uh between gettleman and i believe lewis riddick yeah how do you not hear lewis riddick talk and see how he how he presents himself and all the ideas that he has because he's one of those rare guys who not only played the game and played it at a high level he understands so he understands it but the, he's the, also the, willing the, to look into the make the metrics of the game and all that he's willing he to understands look at the organizational part of, of how you build a successful franchise Exactly. Uh, I I listen. I'm glad you brought him up. He's such a good. He's so. He would be so good in in that role. If I was a team out there that needed a a change of GM, I've been saying forever, and this is one of those things that will never happen. If Jerry Jones was a smart man, he Ah. would give up his. Yeah, I'm aware. I am aware. We're aware. If Jerry Jones was a smart man, he would give up his role as GM. Hey, if you can be someone, another ha, huh, I'm gonna bring up how your team pretty much try uh, almost ran off your your Hall of Fame quarterback. So shut up. Any and you, anyways, Ulysses, continue. If Jerry Jones was smart, like he would hire someone as a GM that's smarter than him. It's one of those things, right? That like I forget where I, where this quote's from, but it's like the smart man in the room isn't the guy who knows everything. The smart guy in the room is the one who surrounds himself. With those who know their shit, it's delegation. Yeah, any exactly. CEO, any any it, 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 any person running an organization should understand that you hire people. The smartest thing you can do is hire people who are experts at the things that you are not an expert at. It here's the See, thing now it, with Jerry, with a weird thing with Jerry is he's a he's he's a good GM now. Because it took him thirty years uh, of of literal on the job training with zero qualification to figure out how to be a GM. Thirty years of a lot of fucking bullshit. Okay, thirty years. Here's of how. Signing. Here's here's how you avoid sir, signing a Quincy Carter. 
or bringing in a million different Hardy. Joneses, a Greg Hardy. You delegate that. You, this team could have had a lot more success early on if maybe you didn't, if you'd let Jimmy Johnson do his job and you didn't need that. That's the problem with a lot of these people, these, uh, and it goes up to ownership. Ownership isn't willing to take chances. They they'll, they'll hire within the organization. And guess what? Those people are all of the same color and they all look the same because they're you're just recycling. You're recycling the same people it, it, instead of giving people who are, who who what's the word i'm looking for they kind of see the future you know what i mean yeah they see the future of where the sport's going and and you yeah it's it's frustrating and here's the sad thing and i don't want to make too much of a comparison to like robert Kraft because the man has his own personal issues but let's just talk about what he's done on the football field right Mm -hmm. robert Kraft is really really smart in the sense of he got someone who knows football, Bill Belichick, made him the GM. I'm not the biggest fan of GM coaches thing, but whatever. It's, it's worked out, yeah. so what do I know? That's why I'm not an owner of a team. Anyway, um, he was very smart and got someone who knows the game as a GM. And he doesn't interfere. He doesn't go to, uh, he doesn't go to Belichick and says, hey, I want you to sign him. Like how Jerry Jones went to Bill Parcells and went like, hey, I'm getting you Terrell Owens. And he says, hey, no, I don't want Terrell Owens because yeah. he's going to eat up hey, half our no. salary. Robert Kraft doesn't need to be physically physically forced uh, or physically uh, kept from drafting Johnny Manziel. Okay. Exactly. Or um, you never heard a story of the, of the refs going to Jerry Jones on the sideline saying, hey, your seat's up there. Get the hell out of the goddamn yeah. sideline. Yeah. And that's the worst part because Jerry Jones could be could – be, the NFL's version of uh, the late great Dr. Jerry Buss, right? Yeah. Could've. Where he where he goes to his GM and says, "Hey, who do you want? Oh, I want this guy. Okay. Out. How much money is this going to require? Oh, like twelve brink trucks worth. Here's fifteen, just in case you need the little extra." And, and here's the thing about that, Ulysses, that you, that 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 is so frustrating is that Jerry does Jerry is more than willing to pay people whatever it's the problem is instead of doing what you're talking about he is the his thing is uh there there are guys that he brings in that he likes i personally thought it was a very dumb idea to give amari cooper a hundred million dollars not because i dislike amari cooper or think he's terrible but he's not a hundred million dollars some guys aren't but jerry whatever it is yeah, like he's he's less robert Kraft, more barnum and bailey you know what i mean he's he's more steinbrenner-ish than he is uh, you know where he it's big personality uh that gets it that gets in his own way i love that like cheeseman's like oh no you guys have an owner that wants to spend money oh i know oh, what's that hey, like i mean but what's funny is like i'll, I'll tell you that I'll, I'll say this about his organization they fucking draft amazingly well yeah, like they, the they may not sign miss. anyone. They may well you might have missed with uh with what's his name? Jordan John Ross. No, Jordan. We don't know yet with that one. Jordan Love. Oh, Packers. I thought you were talking about the Bengals. Oh, I'm talking about the Packers. No, no, I'm talking about the Packers. Like in terms of a as a draft, you guys draft well. Your players 
you don't do the free agent thing because you draft well. But uh, real quick, I, I wanted to go back to the whole race thing that we're talking about and, and the diversity yeah. in there. There's this. So you want to know how this is going to go to the Dolphins because the Dolphins made a very stupid decision this week by firing Brian Flores. Brian Flores is is it managed to get two back to back winning seasons out of the Dolphins, which they have not done in twenty years. Okay, that, he's four and two against Belichick. That four includes when Tom Brady was there. Yes. Okay. So he, he, they were trending up even after this season. The fact that they started out one and seven and then turned that around to where they were in contention. That's a damn good coaching job. You've given him, he has, I think it was pro football focus did their grade on the offensive line. It's the worst offensive line in the league in like 20 years. Okay. In terms of how they play, he's got that. And he's got, and I hate to say it. Cause I like Tua. I really do. I don't think he's, uh, he's uh, an NFL quarterback. Like, I, you know what I mean? In terms of the base things that an NFL quarterback has to have, Base hit. I don't think he has those, or at least they're not up to snuff enough. Like I think Tua's ceiling is maybe like an Andy Dalton, where it's like he'll probably be semi-competitive, but he's not like he won't take you to the Super Bowl. It's not getting you over the hump. Yeah. Uh, but but anyways, since we're talking about the Giants and diversity, and, and he was obviously a person of color as well. It's just, you know, him getting released, getting fired like that is ridiculous. Anybody, any fucking awful franchise out there you hear, I'm looking at you bears. I'm looking at you giants because the giants are a mess right now. And I'm looking at the, at the Jacksonville hire him, hire him. He, he, he will Vegas. especially Vegas. I mean, here's the other thing. Colts. No, no, no. Because I think Basaccia might have coached his way into at least a shot. Because that was that's a disaster of, uh, of everything that happened to them. It was I mean, yeah. Yeah. They still made the playoffs. But I don't know yet. We'll see. Because I, I think they might have to do that, too. Uh, I, I, I kind of agree with you on that. Um, but so a few years ago, when you know let's say uh when a young spry mike tomlin was interviewing with the miami dolphins do you know why they didn't hire him have you ever heard that of why they didn't hire him what of what the gm said about or it might have been the gm or stephen ross it was one of them they didn't hire him because he was too hip-hop they said (laughs) that is the most old racist white man thing that that could possibly be said and yeah, they didn't only hire thing Mike, Mike Tomlin's done is never lose. Yeah, he, he this season he is he's literally never had a losing season. He has a Super Bowl. I mean, talk about like the, the way, ultimate adult in the room. By the way, by the way, he he actually is. He's the most like oh I like immediate respect given to that guy, right? Yeah. Um. Also, did you guys see his press conference? He is the most chill person I've ever seen going into oh, the yeah. playoffs right now. Now, mind you, this is a very anti-Steelers podcast. Yes, and we're complimenting them. So, this oh, see, don't take this lightly. Look, I've told Cheese and, and Kaufman, and I've, and anybody who will listen to me say this, I would immediately, without remorse, push Mike McCarthy off of a cliff if it meant that I could get Mike Tomlin as my head coach. 
I would give my pinky finger on my left hand, not the right, because I like my right hand. Got to get that grip. <laughs> no, uh, shut up. Uh, I'm dying over here. Yeah, cough that lung up off mic. I'm joking. Um, the blood has stopped, by the way. Well, that's a good update. I just I don't want you to just die. Uh, Wait, it's already happening. But but yeah, the the Blurg. the whole Brian Flores situation, all of that. It it's just it's so fucking stupid. Uh, since we're talking about those fired coaches, um, the Vikings have also moved on. They've completely cleaned house. Zimmer, who I always forget was Dallas's uh, defensive coordinator, out. Um, the like Bears the cleaned house, huh? As like the Vikings let go of the GM, as yeah. Well? They they let go of coach and GM, which is kind of was a surprise to a lot of people because the GM is it was pretty well respected, uh, but they've yeah they they cleaned house there. Uh, I think they finally got tired of looking at Kirk Cousins uh, being mediocre, um, and then the Bears cleaned house Cheeseman, which I know you're you're only thinking about because you're laughing because uh, you have stability and they don't. Yeah, that's funny. Um, I'm checking LinkedIn here real quick just to see if I can apply to be the Giants or Bears GM. You probably can. Results. I mean, I don't see why not. Uh, so, yeah, the Giants fired the dullard that they had, Joe Judge. Uh, um, that dude essentially sealed the deal for his firing when he went on that 11-minute rant. Did you see that, guys, where he no, just kind of... But- Lost his mind first for eleven straight minutes. <laughs> I gotta watch this now because this has to be pure comedy. Oh, it is because it's the most just. Joe Judge is the most like, hey, I watch sports movies, so I know the cliche things to say. Guy, he's yeah. The the Giants they also <laughs> the, yeah. Thanks for coughing into the mic again. Uh, Oh boy, he's dying. He's he's really dying. Um, but yeah, the Giants cleaned house also. So the the ones who should have totally cleaned house, by the way, were the Jags, and instead they kept Trent Balky, the GM, which is why people showed up wearing the clowns, the clown stuff. Did you see that? That was hysterical. Yeah. Oh, what a those cons, man! Those cons. I'm telling you, the, the best, best part was was during. I don't know, some break in the action. They had one of those moments where they had like the MC person there talking, like, like, all right, it's time to play our trivia game to try to win something and all that. And she's like, here's the question. Here's the answers, A, B, or C. Which do you think it is? She says, uh, I think it's D, Fire Balky, the GM, oh, in the middle so of the stadium on a live mic. She, she just grabs it and goes, I think it's D, Fire Balky, and the stadium loved it. I love she that. Was- that's how you take advantage of Beautiful. shit. Um, so the other, so I'm looking at my notes here of things that from just from the NFL to talk that we can talk about. Um, as as an anti Steelers podcast, I have to say the scourge of fucking Big Ben seems like it'll never end, will it? Like I can't dude, believe we didn't get the tie. So I'm glad. So fucking, that was how I. Fucking, that's how I was gonna segue into this. It's the big game of the then. year, okay? Because I have extensive notes on this game. Um, my favorite running thing through the entire night, because I already I I know that the producer kept telling Collinsworth, "Don't fucking say tie, 
don't fucking say Ty is I loved how all night long Chris Collinsworth kept pushing it and kind of pushing it and hinting at it. And you could hear Al Michaels constantly like that. Nah, uh, uh, we're not talking about that it, until finally you're literally in that situation where you're, where there's seconds left in overtime. And you're like, I do what I you tell her. It's like, he's like, I think we have to talk about it. Like, I At think that point, we, you kind of have to, right? Like, how are we not talking about literally the mammoth, not elephant, the mammoth in the room? Uh, I was the best game of the year. I've never been so, at least this whole year uh, of this, out of this year, I don't think I've sat down and just been like, I, I know that I have the entire, the entirety of my seat, but I really only need the edge right now. Like I, was, I am on the edge of I my I was seat. watching it on my phone and then I fell asleep and I missed all of it. And I woke up to the news seeing that the Raiders won. And I'm like, are you? And then I read the whole thing. He called a timeout. Are you stupid? So, so here's the thing. Here's, <laughs> I'm not, I have so many mixed feelings God, about dude, Brandon Staley. It was Staley. dumb, brother. No, it was wait, dumb. Wait, deal because, with it. Deal with it out there because you know that they were looking at you saying, no, dude. We're going to fuck this up on purpose so we can both go to the playoffs. We're going to do this. See, here's, let, you go talk about like, wait, oh, you fucked up, up man. Now let me tell win. you why, uh, my reasoning for why it was bad, uh, the bad timeout. It's more so that I, I get what he said about trying to get your personnel in, but my thing here is don't call the timeout because they're not, they, you're giving them an opportunity to, to get their personnel in, which gives them that 10 yard run. Because if they don't, if they, if they, for all we know, if they don't have that timeout, give them enough time to, to switch up what they're going to do or, or to, to, to give them a little bit of rest to, to kind of reevaluate what kind of run they're going to hit for a, uh, maybe, maybe it's a run that I, I, I know they were going to run it no matter what. Right. But maybe that run, if you don't give them that timeout, if you don't give them that time, maybe it's only a two yard run or a three yard run. Cause they were not going to kick that field goal. If it was 50 or more yards, I, I think they would have taken the knee and settled for the tie. And I think that's yeah. what the Raiders were prepared to do. But then they have the opportunity for that. They, they, then they gain, gain 10 yards. The other thing is that timeout stops the clock. There's no urgency in the Raiders anymore to get that tie. At that point, they're kind of like, okay, we can step back and we can look at things. So while I understand what Staley's trying to do, why did you do it then? Also with seconds left, it, it, I, I'm all about not, you know, disregarding the metrics of, of sports and, and the, the numbers, but I think there are times when you can't rely on that because the numbers don't account for real life situations in the same way that sometimes your fucking football mind, your instincts tell you. You know what I mean? It, yeah, like he he does what a lot of young coaches, pretty much in any league, right? They they become a they become a zombie to like those numbers, you know, where it's like, oh, I was hired because I taught I I probably convinced the owner, the GM that like, oh, I'll, I'll follow the sabermetrics and stuff like that. And if he ever steps away from that, then they'll be like, hey, what the hell? We hired you to do that. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it cost them. It cost them a playoff spot. And it's absolutely insane. Now, worse than that's that fourth and 20 that he took. Okay. The four, uh, the go, not fourth and 20, going for it on fourth down in his own 20 early in that game, which oh, they're lucky that it was only three points. But even then, those three points mattered. I yeah. mean, they mattered. <laughs> like, the one thing I'm, always against in any in any kind of sport no matter what i Mm. i hate one year and done coaches unless it's like a total dumpster fire like the urban Meyer, mike mccarthy oh sorry yeah that too (laughs) like i don't really care for one and done coaches because i don't think it's fair to them like i've always said three to four years should be the minimum yeah yeah at that point you could redo the culture flip whoever you need to flip whatever Mm mm-hmm if there was ever a way <laughs> or like, cause my, my two leading coaching candidates have been for a long time have been uh, Kellen Moore, because I think he's one of those, like, I think he could be the next Sean, Sean McVay. McVay. Yep. And, and the offensive coordinator for the Packers, because he's, he's proven that he knows his offense. You know, he, he what's his used, name? Cheeseman. Who? The, the offensive, offensive coordinator, coordinator for the Packers. Nathaniel Hackett. Okay. okay uh, Hackett. Uh, one of those two. And because I know offense wasn't the issue with the Chargers. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their defense was okay in the beginning, but it, it fell off. And mm-hmm. I don't want them to overcorrect. You know, like I don't want them to come in and become a defensively focused team and then they don't really care about the offense. You, you need balance. You, you, yeah. You either balance it or you lean towards your strength. Like, look at the Chiefs. They're, they obviously went like, hey, we have a gunslinger. Let's give him the weapons. We'll figure out the defense as we go along. You know, and they, for the most part, the Chiefs have somewhat turned it around this, the, on this playoff push. Now, that's the thing I would like the Chargers to do. I want them to build the confidence of Herbert. Like, I like Herbert. I know Anthony He's already super Herbert. confident because the dude has thrown 38 touchdowns over 5,000 yards this year i mean it's insane that it's that's insane. fucking nuts and yet and you're, the, the you're fact right that we got robbed of that to see him in the playoffs like i want to see it, the instead, battle of- instead we got fucking ben who can't throw the ball 15 yards god damn it yeah. man god damn it Son and that's the bitch. thing and like i i there's nothing i hate more in this world than complimenting anything that cheeseman would like but i wanted i would i would have loved it, I would have loved to somehow see Burrow versus Herbert because you yep. could tell those two young guns are going to be like the future I, of this league. I'm so excited because, Ulysses, I can't lose next week in terms of that game. I can't. I love them both. I love both guys. I love both teams. Part of me, and, and Cheeseman, this is just in all serious. This isn't like taking a jab. Uh, Ulysses knows my deep roots with the other one, with, with Derek Carr. I I would like to see the Raiders win only because I don't know how much longer Derek or how many opportunities Derek Carr will have in the playoffs in the future. Because And I know that Joe, Joe Burrow is going to be a regular staple of the playoffs. Okay, I want to happen now. Don't uh, shut up. I, shut up. That's why I said I'm being serious and and and, and not joking with you. I would like it's to see to wreck the car. get one, at least one play. Look, 
look, here's what I really, 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 really want. What I really, really want, whatever, you know, all that stuff. Are you going to tell me what you uh, want or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Um, I want the Chiefs to lose to the Raiders. Okay. It's not, it won't happen. Even Fire if they play banana. each other. Even if it, even if they, even if they got uh, you know in, into that situation where they play each other, I know they won't beat them. But oh boy, do I want it? Do I really, 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 really want it? Oh, I want to talk yeah. about the playoffs. Well, yes, that's exactly what we're gonna do right now. Uh, let's do well, that. Well, oh, real quick, real quick. Coach got fired. What, that yeah, that that's uh, Cully. That he was the last. So after he, now that he's fired. Now Mike Tomlin is the only black coach left. Yep. Yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> Good night, Maroon. Um, but what 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 I was gonna say about the Chargers? One more thing, Ulysses. Max yep. Crosby was eating them alive all night. The entire right side of that offensive line. He just yeah. kept barreling. That's the thing about 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 that's you know what's funny. That is the thing that is that is weirdly similar about the Raiders and the and the Bengals is. Or, or at least the Chargers and the Bengals. I meant Chargers and the Bengals. Is that they that their offensive lines are not great. Uh, yeah, but you know what's yeah. awesome. Wait, but but I think that the Bengals is is good enough to where they can make up. You know, as opposed to with the Chargers, where it's like it's like running through paper towels. You know like, what's awesome is the the Bengals are now actually spending free agency money. Yes, and. They're literally their weakest position they have left to deal with is the offensive line. Yep. I mean, there's a couple other things, but it's literally the offensive line. So, you know, the focus of free agency and the draft, they're just going to load up on offensive linemen and it's over because we got a bunch of guys, other guys also under cop. We have a few guys we need to focus on re signing, but after that, it's literally just drafting and what, what I, all, what, the, all the linemen. What I think I want to do after, because obviously we're going to need content. After the the season's done, I would like to do uh, at least for over uh, over a few month a two month period. It's kind of a, a, a have some episodes that focus on specific divisions so that we can really look at some of these teams because I think the AFC North is going to be a really fascinating division to be looking at uh, with all the Baker stuff and and just. And then Lamar and the Browns, and then what are the Steelers going to do? And then it's really setting itself for Cincinnati to re- it, it, they can really grasp a hold of this uh, of this thing. Them and it's going to be them and the and the Ravens. Um, it's just a matter of how what how do they draft? How do the Ravens draft? How do they approach free agency to fix their problems? Keep yes. drafting terrible wide receivers, Ravens. Keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got your wide receivers to a quarterback who can't throw. The only thing I wit that I hate about your Bengals team is that you have a guy who hits women who hit women as a running back. That is one time. the no one time is one, one time, time too many. many. I know, uh, I know it is, uh, but the way you and said, he you said, and, and, and at you Oklahoma said women, State, you said women plural. It was Fine. woman singular. Fine, he hit a woman at of all when he was at of all places the shittiest place in the world, Oklahoma State. Which is somehow worse than Oklahoma. Yeah, at uh, the very least, but, and Anthony openly hated the Greg Hardy signing. So. Oh, I didn't watch football that year because of that. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, but if you're if you're going to hire a guy who hits women like that and just and uh, just call him a leader, Jerry, I can't, I can't, I can't. No, Greg Hardy's uh, trash. At least Joe Mixon 
was apologetic and has atoned and has done Look, everything. I'll give him that out. much. I'll give him that much. He he hasn't misbehaved since, but it's still hard for me. I I, I would rather he. I really wish that you guys just had Gio Bernard instead. Uh, you know what I mean? The old Gio Bernard. Um, I want the mustache. But so what are the what are the we have a lot of games happening this this weekend. Yeah, we are just one like blitz. Yeah, I was going to say, let's what, what games do we have? Let's go. OK, so we have first, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The first game is the Bengals and the Raiders. How do we think that's going to turn out? Because I, I, I think that the Bengals are going to get the advantage because I think the Raiders are going to be just damn. It's going to be snowing. It's going to be snowing the Saturday here. Okay. Then at fun. that point, you kind of have to give it to Cincinnati. Yeah, because Burrow's gonna he's he has enough arm power to just fling it through all that through any weather. That and Bill Mixon, like I forget what it is, but they he, can run the ball better. He's the, the last three team. times he's they played the Raiders, he's owned them. Joe Mixon had a hell of a of a of a season running the ball this year. He the fact that look, uh, and this is a preview. Uh, he is in our category for our upcoming uh, awards episode for best running back. I think he uh, finished. So third? I actually, so I actually have his numbers here uh, because I, 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 I uh, again, I'm the one who does all the research for us. Me, me, uh, me, 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 me. What is it? Not true. Me, 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 me. Well, Kaufman is not coming back. Well, he is at some point, eventually, maybe. But for now, I'm the I'm the master of I'm the, the research. I'm the captain. I don't want to do the I'm going to lick my microphone. get me canceled. Uh, no. So uh, Joe Mixon finished the season with 1,205 yards and 13 touchdowns. Uh, if I'm correct, he was fourth in the league in rushing. Yeah, I thought he was third. No, because you have Taylor... Uh, Chubb. Oh no, no, he is so. Yeah, no, he is third. Because Najee came Najee in Harris fourth with twelve hundred. Yeah, on yeah. the dot. But, but what he is second in is touchdowns because he has thirteen to Jonathan Taylor's eighteen. Guess uh, who had him on his fan on his fantasy team? Hey, yeah, and guess who had Jonathan Taylor? Not me. I did. I did. So yes, that which, actually real, which, real, really quickly win the title. Just so you guys know, I got uh, because I won one of my things. I got a free entry into their uh, their pick them thing that they're doing or that, you know, you draft with whatever money amount you have. So I'm going to need you, Cheeseman, to guide me on that a little later because, you know, I want to win a thousand dollars. I will uh, talk. Yes, we will. Uh, I think yeah, the Bengals I- are going to pull out a, pull this one out. I think it's just. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's I it's honestly, it's since he's to lose. The Raiders played 70 minutes of football Sunday night, and they're going to play the, the afternoon game. They, it, it's just not going to, it's just nothing is going on in a favor. January day in Cincinnati, Ohio is not a fun time. Trust me. So, so ideally Cheeseman, if the, if the Bengals win, I do want them to go all the way. I really I, do. I'd much rather they go all the way than fucking Kansas City. Choice. Don't fucking say Kansas City, Ulysses. It better be the Titans. I'm not saying Kansas City. I'm not big in fuck that. Anyway, let's, let's wait. Go. You don't you don't want to see Derrick Henry in the in the Super Bowl, buddy? I don't like Titans, but we'll we'll continue the okay, okay, when we okay, call. Okay, oh, when we get there, we'll we'll we'll, we'll okay. So uh, we're going Titans, what's next. I mean, we're going Bengals all the way. Yeah, we're going uh, Bengals all the way. Patriots and Bills. 
this one See, feels now, legitimately like a toss-up. And this one has my my the one I want. I I would love to see jo- uh, Josh Allen go. So would now, I. Uh, well, by the way, he but just so we all know, he was at the beginning of the season. I did say the bank the Bills would make the Super Bowl. I've they've had an odd season of ups and downs. See, now this but, is one you know. of those games where like it's it's kind of stupid to say uh, call a game in the playoffs a trap game, but this mm-hmm. is one of those where like if Buffalo doesn't play legitimately perfect football, Bill so, Belichick's going to eat them alive. I'm actually going to say that. I don't think it's a trap game. I think it is the game that Buffalo is the most ready. Like not, not, not that they're ready for it, but the one that they are looking at because they've played them twice and they, and they split. This is literally the rubber match of the season. That's the best part. Uh, By the way, Ulysses, remember when the Eagles and the Cowboys played each other three times in a season and we beat them all three times. Good memory. I I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. We beat you. Uh, I think Michael Vick was quarterbacking them at that time. Dog killer. Anyways. Um, Duck it roll. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, so who. Like I'm I picking think, Buffalo because I would really love Buffalo. To win. So do is Josh Allen is a big old Haas guy who has fun flinging the ball. He's Josh Allen is going to win. I, so I'm going to pick the Bengals, the Bengals, the Bills. If the Bills win, it's going to be because of Josh Allen's legs. I don't think they're going to be able much. to slow him down. Because uh, and I just—it's hard. It's—it's—it's it's, it's still hard to root against the evil empire sometimes. No, it you is. Know, where it's like it's hard to bet against them sometimes. So someone asked Bill today, Bill Belichick today uh, or yesterday, I think, uh, what what we could expect from the game, and like he told him, he's like, don't expect what you saw in either of the first two games. Like this is going to be a whole different game. Like, and I expect that from him too. He is going to have a third totally different game plan against them because that's just how he does it uh it's gonna be where it's it, it i mean the bills won the division so is it gonna be a snowy day that day i think it, it's supposed they're supposed to it's be some in buffalo weather. so of course it is so that's actually gonna help Get the bills because i think it's gonna help the bills even more because i think mac jones isn't gonna be great in that kind of weather I, i'm going bills ulysses is going bills cheeseman are you going bills yeah, I'm taking New England. Okay, uh, and that's fair reason, too. Man. Don't just don't just say it. Give a reason. Yeah, why are you going to take him? What is it about New England that tells you that they're going to? It's the Bill Bills? Belichick in the playoffs. He's got a point, Ulysses. <laughs> that I mean, that's a solid enough reason. That is literally uh, the only thing you need to say for a reason, and for us to un- for us to accept it. Essentially, I mean, yeah. All right, let's go ahead. Let's run through these here real quick. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 get through them. You're gonna hate me, but I really want the Eagles to beat the Bucks. I want that. I want that hilarity so bad. I don't want it because of obvious reasons. But if it did happen, I wouldn't be angry because Tommy wouldn't be there. But at the same time, here's this: it would suck if Tom Brady got out of the playoffs and we ended up with just the Eagles. I don't think that because I I just don't think the Bucks have enough to win this year. But I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn on that one. I'm going to pick the Buccaneers. <laughs> and Cheeseman, I can't hate you for that because I understand. You look at Tom and immediately start your 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 butthole, you know, starts to like uh, clench. I know that. I know that because what did he do to you guys last year? Oh, it's he, he moseyed on in to Lambeau and just said, hey, this is my house for the next 45 for the next hour. 
And then he proceeded to bend my uh, Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and the entire Packers organization and fan base over. And he started pulling the anal beads out of you guys. So it was unpleasant. Yes. So I understand he pulled them too fast and it hurts. I, I understand the you. blood was flowing, man. That blood was flowing. Oh, stop that. No blood. I'll take blood over what else it could have been. But so um, many fissures. So, no, I, I, I'm not going to hate you for wanting the Eagles to win because I understand why you do. Um, I, I think the, I think the Tampa Bay is going to win. I, that's not a stretch to think that. Sphincter. Sphincter. See, I'm, I'm picking Bucks. And it's not only just because of the whole division rivalry thing. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the Bucks because I, I want the beauty of sport, you know, like. Yeah. I, I love that Tom Brady is still the boogeyman in the league. Like the dude just killed everybody and somehow led the league in yards and touchdowns in his age 40 something season. Look, you I know? want a team to have to get through him to get to the Super Bowl. And that's the thing, right? Like, like the beauty of sport is that torch passing moment, right? And I'm not saying any of these teams are going to go, but. But it would be great the beauty if one of them of, did. That's what I'm like the beauty of watching Stafford or a Prescott or Murray um, or a Murray or a Rogers. One hell, of those hell, you know finally what? slaying the 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 I, I, I kind of have to rewind and say I think Cheeseman might I get Cheeseman because it would be nice to see Jalen Hurts do that too. I oh shit, I like Jalen Hurts. Uh I'm gonna pick Tampa Bay. Cheese, who are you picking? I'm sticking with the Eagles. I really want that upset. Oh, so you're actually picking. Okay. No, I, I really I, am. Okay. Okay. Then we, Hey, I want crazy. Go I ahead. With Tampa. All right. You want crazy um, pick a tie. Three more. Um, Rams Cardinals. I'm going to fact that that's on man, a Monday. That's, so, that's so disappointing, but I'm going with the, the Rams. first Monday night football game. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. Although I'm going to ask you guys real quick. Is Matthew Stafford just a slightly better Jared Goff? Yes. No, because he's not he a game manager. He was carried by Megatron. No, here's the thing: the dude is legitimately clutch. Like, look up he's how better. many like yeah. game winning, game winning drives he does. Like, the dude's pretty clutch. He mm-hmm. just never had a team around him. Mm-hmm. He has a team around him. Mm-hmm. He's not I think a game it, manager. I st- I think he's still navigating on how to be a winner, which is odd. But I but when you've played for Detroit that long, I get it. But I I'm gonna pick the Rams. Although I'm gonna say this. I would really like for the Cardinals to win. I really like Kyler Murray. A That's lot. the thing. I love me some Kyler Murray. I love me. And some I love the Cardinals. I've always loved I'm the Cardinals. A, I'm just not a uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury guy. That's always been my. Uh, you know what? I take it back. I want the Rams to win because I don't like Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, although I gave him a chance this season. Cheeseman, who's winning? It's redemption time for the Rams. Get it together. Okay, who's next? Right. Oh, god damn it! I know what's next. Yep. Kansas the City, night- Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, that one. Okay, you guys make your picks. God, I want Pittsburgh to win just because of the Bengals win. They Shut get up. The- I know. Don't say that because I'm picking the Steelers. Just, just because. It, I'm look, picking just the because. Because I, I just want to have, if the Steelers, and they're not going to, they're not going to win. But if they pulled it off and I picked them, I want to lord that over people. Just like I still lord over the fact that the Jaguars got to the AFC championship after you and Kaufman laughed in my face about that. They did it in two years. Like I said, they were going to. 
So I'm going to say that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going. I, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that TJ Watt's going to take over that game, and that's how the Steelers are going to win. That's 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 my the defensive player of the year is going to take over. No, it's the it's the it's the Chiefs, right? Of course, He's, of course, it's the Chiefs. So I'm of two minds of this, right? I have my heart in my in my head. My head's picking the Chiefs because they're obviously the better team. My heart wants to go with Steelers because someone just recently uh, introduced to me Mahomes' brother, and now I wish nothing but bad Jackson. things for the. I wish nothing but bad. Like how how must it must be shitty to be like? The did, best you see, quarterback did you see? Did you see him not even having his own last name spelled right on his jacket? I saw that. Yeah, that, was, saw that. that was hysterical. Okay, like imagine being like the the best quarterback on the planet, but then having that dude as your brother. <laughs> it's like uh, well, it's like Colin Hanks and Chet Hanks. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Brother. It's like, so like, oh yeah, I forget that he has a family because he disowned them. You see why? Like, I see why. And that's my thing, you know. It's okay. like, I just hey, once no, I got I get introduced it. to that, I just I get it. I don't want anything to happen with Mahomes. But anymore. but I'm also on Cheese's side too because I really want to see the Steelers end up play, facing the Bengals and the Bengals beating them. So let's get to the very last game, the game that we're just gonna make the picks about because I do not want to talk about it. Don't I want the Niners? Yeah, I'm gonna say the Niners are gonna win. I'm gonna pray to God they don't. See, I got, I got, I love. I'm telling you, I'm a mark for the history. I love all that shit. It's the good old rivalry back. I Ulysses, go with no, Ulysses, you don't fucking get it. It is literally this is the anniversary year of the fucking catch. Okay. Oh it's no! All set up. It is all set all right. up for some ridiculous right. bullshit. It's gonna be a run it's this right. time. Oh. All right. No, it's probably gonna be a total Greg Kittle. Uh, from Jimmy G. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what? No, right, Debo look. Samuel's going to kill me. Ugh. No, here's the thing. Put anybody other than Tavon Diggs on Debo and let Mike Michael Parsons do his thing and we're good. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. All right. Jeez, who's winning? We got a minute. Cowboys. Shit. Okay. All right. I'm going to be the only person who picks against the grain because I, I, I need to no, be wrong. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. No, no, no. Uh, as a whole, we have to be wrong. So I'm switching to the to the Frisco. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right, we're gonna we're, we're, it's us against cheese, and we're gonna be right. We're we're gonna be wrong. He's gonna be right. Okay, so we have less than a minute, guys. Uh, let's say our goodbyes. Um, it's been I have the cheese advice and that OG Cheeseman. Okay, that's Cheeseman. Wow, Ulysses, where can they find you? At we underscore Cho on pretty much all social media. Okay, guys, you can follow me at Born to Run underscore nineteen or. Uh, you can also follow us at uh, Beards underscore Balls. Uh, like, rate, review, leave a text review on uh, Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff. Uh, hit the music. That's not the way. That's not the ending music. See, clearly, you don't listen to the end. Kaufman. Kaufman. Fuck your Chiefs. Bye. <laughs>